Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Historic Pinstripes. Again, my name is Brian, and I have been a diehard Yankees fan since I was about seven years old. The goal of the Historic Pinstripes is, as always, to preserve the rich history and tradition of the New York Yankees by discussing the greatest Yankees players and moments in Yankees history. So this week, I am just going to be doing a uh, basically just an episode on the Yankees season coming up, uh, basically the spring training preview of the new 2023 New York Yankees. So starting with the Yankees starting rotation, Garrett Cole, of course, is going to be the uh, ace um, as as he's signed to a really big contract. Um, so we've got Garrett Cole, Carlos Rodon, um, who's, in my opinion, Carlos Rodon is going to, he should really make a big difference in the Yankees rotation. Um, obviously, he has had some health issues, but the past couple of years, anyway, for the San Francisco Giants, he's been he's been very, very good, and he could be a, a big part of that rotation and making them, like, one of the best rotations in all of baseball. Um, and again, Nestor Cortez, of course, and also another thing with the addition of Carlos Rodon is Nestor Cortez um, is not the only lefty in the rotation now, so they got two lefties in the rotation. Um, which is always, always a good thing to have another lefty, especially in a baseball stadium that has such a small uh, porch and right field where a lot of the left-handed hitters can can pull the ball. Um, and and even, for that matter, right-handed hitters um, just taking the ball the other way to over the right, right field fence. And um, um, a lot of righty-lefty matchups usually favor um, the hitter sometimes. Not always, though. But... Uh, anyways, also of course Frankie Montas is the one, the one pitcher there who's really he he's a good pitcher, but um, he, the Yankees of course got him from the Oakland A's. Um, they gave him quite a bit to to get him, but um, you know he's he's a good starting pitcher, and if he can stay healthy, which obviously he's going to be missing the first month of the season, but uh, Frankie Montas um, is a he's a very good number five starter. He's actually their number five starter. And uh, Luis Luis Severino is the number four starter. So now you got uh, Garrett Cole, Carlos Rodon, and Nestor Cortez, and then Luis Severino, and then Frankie Montas. Of course, Montas, like I said, is going to miss the first uh, month of the season, so it probably won't be him to start the season. And I mean, the way that Montas pitched last year, he really, um, I mean, if somebody starts off the first month of the year, like say Clark Schmidt makes the rotation, who the Yankees are very high on. Um, I mean, who knows? I mean, uh, but I do think that Frankie Montas, he's a very talented pitcher and he really should, um, be a lot better than he was last year. Um, however, um, the fact that the Yankees also have Clark Schmidt and even Domingo Herman, which obviously we know what Domingo Herman can do. He's not a star. Like he's not a, uh, I mean, he's never been an all-star. He's a good pitcher though. He's, he's had some really good games. He's had some really bad games. Um, you kind of know what you're going to get with him. He could also pitch out of the bullpen and in the rotation, as well as Clark Schmidt. But Clark Schmidt really hasn't he hasn't really had as much success in the bullpen. Um, Herman has had a little bit of success in the in the bullpen, I would say. Um, of course, obviously he's a lot older um, than Schmidt. Schmidt, although Schmidt is not, I think he's like around 25, 26, so he's not really a prospect anymore. But he's still got time and and. The Yankees still really like his talent and his makeup, obviously, um, especially considering they. I think they pitched him in like the ALCS last year or something like that. 
Um, but uh, anyways, enough of that. So moving on, of course, and of course, like I mentioned, Luis Severino. Uh, I just wanted to mention that if I think he's a big key to this rotation too, because Severino is a guy that tends to get hurt a lot, and if Severino can stay healthy, um, and Rodon, if these guys just stay healthy, I think that health is always the, the number one key, and. I mean, I think it would have been nice if the Yankees were able to get another starter, but at the same time, they do have Domingo Herman, they got Clark Schmidt, they also have Luis Heal, um, who's been up with the Yankees before. He was he's one of their top prospects. Um, he's a good young starting pitcher, um, and they also have uh, Luis. I don't know if Luis Medina is still on the team, but they have a few other really good young starting pitchers who I feel probably may be able to to help them out. Um, um, so they have some other guys, but of course with the young starters, you don't really know. And ultimately, the Yankees need Severino. They need him to stay healthy because that just makes that rotation better. Um, and Garrett Cole doesn't have to be the main guy. Like, it does, it's not all on him. It's not all on Cortez. Cortez, I think, to me, is probably more of the number three starter. Carlos Rodolfo is probably the number two. Uh, Severino, if I, if, I were, if, this, if I were stacking out the Yankees... Rotation order. I would, I would go Garrett Cole, Carlos Rodon, Luis Severino, Nestor Cortez, and um, then, of course, either Frankie Montas or uh, Clark Schmidt. Pro- <clears throat> Probably Clark Schmidt, but maybe Domingo Herman. But then again, I mean, it depends really on how the other pitchers pitch in spring training, but I would say Clark Schmidt probably because he seems like the guy that the Yankees really like in their system. And it wouldn't shock me if he ends up making that spot uh, while Frankie Montas is out in the first month of the year. Um, and who knows, maybe he won't, maybe Frankie Montas will miss more than that. Hopefully not, but we'll see. So that's that's how I kind of would round out the rotation. Uh, uh, Cole, of, of, of course, it's kind of a no-brainer. Radon, and then you got Severino, Cortez, and uh, Frankie Montas, and I would put probably Clark Schmidt, but maybe even Luis Heal as well. Um, and I'll get to some of the younger guys a little bit later. But let's get into the bullpen now. So the Yankees have Clay Holmes, of course, Aurora's Chapman, if you haven't heard, just signed with the Kansas City Royals um, for, like I think it was like a three-point-something million for one year, um, and they got an incentive contract. Um, but, of course, he kind of wore out. Uh, Chapman kind of wore out his welcome in New York. Um, and I guess it was just time to let him go. He wasn't pitching well. He didn't pitch well at all last year. He pitched well like in the first month, of, month, month and a half of the season last year. But after that, he really just struggled. Um, he's had some injuries. Um, so he, he's getting a lot older. And uh, uh, But I do think the Yankees' bullpen is it's, it. They have some really good pitchers. They Clay Holmes had a great year last year. Of course, he did run into some trouble and and where there was a time where he came back from the injured list, I think it was around August or so, and he he really did not look like the same pitcher that he did in the first half of the se- first half of the year. Um, but then in the playoffs, he seemed like he started to to start to find it a little bit more. So hopefully Clay Holmes can become that closer that the Yankees know he can be, and that we saw for a good good stretch of time last year. Because um, they really need Clay Holmes, of course, being him being he's he is listed as the Yankees closer, 
um, on their roster now. Um, and Jonathan Lewisica is, an, I think, to me, he's another big part of that bullpen because if Clay Holmes doesn't pitch well, then I would say Jonathan Lewisica would be the second, uh, uh, the next guy in, in line to be the closer. He's uh, he's got a guy with a really good fastball, throws hard. Clay Holmes also throws hard, but he's more of a sinker ball, um, ground ball guy. Um, some great movement on that sinker, too. Um, also, uh, there's Wandy Peralta, the left-handed pitcher, who, um, he's, who's kind of lesser known, but he's he's been very good for the Yankees since they've had him. Um, Wandy Peralta was kind of a – he was an underrated pickup for the Yankees a couple of years ago, but he's done a very good job for the Yankees the past couple of years. Lou Trevino, um, who the Yankees got last year, Trevino wasn't really all that good for the A's the past couple of years, or at least the past couple of years. I'm not sure exactly um, how his career has been. But with the Yankees last year, he wasn't that bad. I think the numbers were were decent for him. Um, and, I, I mean, maybe a new change, like a change of scenery might help him. And if that that's the case, then that could really help the Yankees bullpen. Uh, but I guess t- time will tell. He is, uh, so he's, pro- he's probably, he's like about 32 years old or so. Anyways, uh, so Lou Trevino is a good veteran to have in the in the bullpen. And they also have Ron Marinacio. Um, and I don't really know the status on him as far as health, but if if he's ready to go, I mean, I, the, the last year he pitched really well when he was healthy. And I think the Yankees really missed him and as well as Michael King as well who Michael King was on fire before he got hurt last year. So having Michael King and Ron Myronastio are two huge, huge additions to that bullpen because they really could have used them in the against the Astros in the ALCS. Um, and then they got also Greg Weiser is still on the roster, the 40-man. Um, Albert Abreu is still there. And they also have Davey Garcia, who you might remember a few years ago, but Davey Garcia is still a young pitcher. Um, uh, I mean, he, he. I mean, he's actually only five foot nine, which I find. That's. But he's. You know, he, he's still. He's a great talent. Um, just he hasn't really put up the numbers at AAA. But I mean, who knows? All it takes is one really good month at AAA, maybe. And by the time Montas, if Montas misses some time, maybe David Garcia is the guy that ends up becoming the fifth, fifth starter. So I mean, who, who knows? Um, uh, and then they also have, of course, they just picked up um, former Yankee uh, veteran right-hander Tommy Canley, who's, uh, he, you know, he, he was very good for the Yankees. Yankee fans, we know we know this guy. He He's a hard thrower. He likes to strike guys out. Um, but anyways, um, so that's the Yankees bullpen. I think the Yankees bullpen overall looks pretty good. Um, uh, but I, I do think they have some question marks as far as um, closer and I think most teams do because the, the I think that like especially with closers like the the best there's nobody that's ever going to be as good as Mariano Rivera nobody like you're not going to have a lockdown closer like that there's I, I don't think there's a lockdown closer like Mariano Rivera in in the league to like currently I mean there are some lockdown closers but not just not like the Mariano Rivera so but I do think that the Yankees might be a little bit suspect in that area as far as closing because other than play homes they don't really have a lot of closing experience besides like greg weiser did close at triple a last year but that's that's triple a you know and clay holmes he he did very very well last year clay holmes as the as the closer until um he had gotten hurt and came back 
but so hopefully he can pick up where he left off in the beginning of last year. But other than him, there's really no one else that really has that much experience uh, closing games. I think Michael King might have closed a couple games, um, and he looked really good before he got hurt. Um, so um, it'll be really good to get him back, as well as Ron Marinaccio, um too. Uh, now, moving on to the Yankees' offense, we got uh, uh, the two catchers anyway, Jose Trevino, of course, and Kyle Higashioka. Um, in my opinion, I don't. I I kind of like the defensive first catcher, um, but I do feel like the Yankees are kind of holding out and waiting for Austin Wells. Um, I, I think eventually you're going to see Austin Wells become the starting catcher, maybe not this year, but within the next couple of years. Um, and then they also have on the on the roster is Ben Wortvet, who they got from the Twins, and I think that was might have been part of the trade with uh, Isaiah Kiner Falefa. He's a left-handed uh, catcher. Um, he's supposed to be he's supposed to have a, a really good bat. Um, he, he has a lot of power, um, but he tends to get hurt a lot, I believe. And actually, I don't even know if he had one at bat last year. So, so but Ben Ben Wortvet is a guy that you might hear. Um, this year, but also at the same time, I think Austin Wells played. Yeah, he played a Double A last year, and he might have played a few games at Triple A last year. So I do think that you could you could potentially, depending on health of Torino and Agashioka, and obviously you don't want you don't want anybody to get hurt. But if they if something happened to them and Austin Wells was able to get a chance, um, then I mean who knows? Maybe Austin Wells becomes the starting catcher and runs runs away with that. Uh, with that role, but I do think Jose Trevino is a, I think he's, he's, uh, I mean, obviously last year he was a better offensive player than Higashioka. Higashioka, I think, is a better hitter than he was last year, but um, I, th- I, th- I think neither one of them are really, that they're, they're there for their defense, and Trevino is a, obviously, he was, he won defensive player of the year last year in all of Major League Baseball for, for all the positions, so the guy can really, he's, he's, He's a great defender, and even Akashioka is a very good defensive catcher too. So I I think the ca- that catching for the Yankees is pretty good. Um, as as far as offense goes, it's they're not as good, but I I do think that they're kind of looking long term with Austin Wells maybe. Um, but uh, moving on anyway. So first base, the Yankees have. Um, of course, they have Anthony Rizzo, who is their starting first baseman. But they also have DJ LeMahieu, who DJ LeMahieu plays first base, second base, third base. Um, I think he can even play a little bit of shortstop. But obviously, you know, he's like 34, 35 years old now, so he's not going to play a uh, shortstop. Probably not going to play shortstop at all <laughs> anymore. But if it's good to have somebody like him that can do that, if you if you need him to, and um, he's obviously a great defensive second baseman. Very good defensive third baseman as well. I think he does actually a pretty darn good job as as a first baseman too. He's got a good bat. The Yankees need him to stay healthy because he's a good contact guy, and they really there's um, not too still not too many contact hitters. I mean, other than maybe Oswaldo Cabrera, that they really don't have a whole lot of, um, and maybe Oswald Peraza too. Hopefully, in my opinion, I think Oswald Peraza should should be the guy to be the shortstop as long as he plays well enough. And stays healthy in the spring training, um, but that's just my opinion. Um, Anthony Rizzo, of course, in my opinion, he's he's one of the best first basemen in the league. I wouldn't say he's the best, but he's he's definitely right up there. 
Um, he's got a lot of power. I think his swing was made for Yankee Stadium. He's a great defensive first baseman. Uh, Glaber Torres, of course, being the second baseman. Of course, I'm sure the Yankees will shuffle him around, um, put him at short once in a while. But for the most part, he's going to be everyday second base. And I'm sure that's going to leave LeMahieu kind of bouncing back and forth between second, third, first base. And it's going to be interesting to see how Boone handles um, putting Glaber there. And and especially because if you have... If, if your shortstop's not Kiner Falefa, if it's Kiner Falefa, I think that you're, you will see Claver Torres play a lot, a little more shortstop. But if it's not Kiner Falefa, and you got a guy like Oswald Peraza, or even Anthony Volpe, um, if you've got a guy, a younger guy at shortstop, I would think you would want to keep that younger shortstop at shortstop and not put Claver Torres and just kind of the I I would think that they would want to sit Claver Torres and have LeMayu play second base and not uh not tend to want to move Glaber at to shortstop because these from what I hear it sounds like Oswald Peraza he looks like a really really good defensive shortstop um the guy can he I mean he made some he made a really good play in the postseason um so he, he can he looks like he can really play and um uh, uh, Volpe, I haven't really seen a whole lot of. He has, he really, I think he only had like 99 at bats at AAA, um, in Scranton last year. So I, I feel like right now at shortstop, the, the, uh, the guy who has the leg up on the competition would be Oswald Peraza, but I, I, I do think the Yankees are going to give kind of a very big, uh, push. I think that he's going to get every opportunity to keep his job. And, you know, he should because Kainer Falefa had a decent year for his own standards, I think. But, I mean, he's not a, your prototypical shortstop that that we're used to as Yankee fans. Like, like Derek Jeter even had better numbers than Isaiah Kainer Falefa. But Kainer Falefa is more of a – he's a very old-school um, shortstop, in my opinion, anyway. He, he kind of like he's one of those guys. He, he bunts the runners over, and he, he's actually a very good bunter. He seems like a very good bunter anyway. Um, the, the few times I've seen him bunt, obviously you don't see many hitters bunt anymore. It's very rare nowadays in today's game. But and he's not a bad defensive shortstop. But he, I, I do think that if Oswald Peraza, if he's able to hit and make the team, I think that Oswald Peraza is the guy. I do think that kind of Falefa can make a very good utility player. He's obviously won a gold glove at third base. Um, and with Josh Donaldson getting older, you don't really know what you're going to get with him. Um, I, I think you're going to see... Um, it's, it's probably going to end up being LeMayhew and Donaldson at third base. LeMayhew probably will rotate a lot between first, third, and second. and Because um, I, I have a feeling that Boone's just going to try to keep him on the field because he's been, he's been getting having a lot of injuries the past couple of years. He's getting older, so I wonder how much playing time are they going to be able to give LeMayhew and how much playing time are they going to want him to have because they're going to want LeMayhew to stick around for the postseason. So it's going to be interesting. Um, so um, as far as third base, um, I, I do feel like Donaldson, he's definitely capable of being better. He's, he's I guess he is 37 years old. Um, he's definitely got power in his bat, but I I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what else... How much to expect from from Donaldson? Um, I, last year, obviously, he didn't really have a, he didn't have a very good year offensively. Defensively, he's a very good third baseman still, I think. Um, but 
I think between him and LeMahieu at third base, I think the Yankees should be all right. I think Donaldson's capable of definitely capable of of better than he did last year for sure. Um, so it's going to be interesting. And they also have Oswaldo Cabrera, who can play second base, third base, and shortstop. And I think he even played a couple games at first base last year, as well as left field, of course. So it'll be interesting to see where he fits. I think, in my opinion, Oswaldo Cabrera might end up being the left fielder and maybe even like another utility guy because um, nowadays it seems like managers everywhere love guys who can just play different positions. Um, so it's good to have a guy like him, um, Cabrera, who could play everywhere pretty much. Um, I mean, not everywhere, but, you know, he could play infield, outfield. And um, I, I, I think Cabrera... He could end up very much being the left fielder. Although I think if Hicks stays healthy, Aaron Hicks will end up being the left fielder. Um, but it's, that's uh, that's not a given with, with Hicks's injury history. I would love to see Aaron Hicks stay healthy because I think Aaron Hicks. I, I'm a big fan of Aaron Hicks. I feel like I feel like if Aaron Hicks can stay healthy, he's capable of being a very good outfielder still. Um. However, I, I do think that if the Yankees were to, like, if, if Hicks had a good spring training and the Yankees decided that, you know, they're going to they're gonna make a trade and maybe trade Hicks and uh, give Oswaldo Cabrera a chance in left field or trade Hicks for a better left fielder. But I, I don't think that, I don't necessarily see that happening. I, I don't think the Yankees even really need to do that. I think the Yankees have options within... And I think they're capable of filling the role in left field um, with either Oswaldo Cabrera or Aaron Hicks. Um, I, I really like Oswaldo Cabrera. I think he's 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 very athletic. Yes, he was a second baseman and shortstop and third baseman more so in um, AAA. But in in the majors, if you're able to move around like that, that you could tell the guy is very athletic. And I think that's going to really help. But I, I do think that Aaron Hicks has the leg up on the competition if he can stay healthy and if he can, he but he needs to prove that he can he can still play in spring training. I think I think this is a big spring for him, and I, it wouldn't surprise me if he has a good, a very good spring. I hope he does, um, because he, in my opinion, he's a be, a way better player than he was last year. Um, but we'll see. And and also he's also got a very good glove. And of course, you also have Aaron Judge out there in right field who can also play center, but I'm sure he's going to play right field a lot more this time with Harrison Bader being the center fielder. So that's a pretty darn good offense for the Yankees. There's a lot of moving parts, though, with Oswaldo Cabrera being able to play different positions. DJ LeMayhew um, also being um, being able to play different so many different positions. So there's going to be a lot of movement like in the infield uh just with those two guys, and and I mean, obviously, maybe the upfield a little bit with Cabrera, but I mean, I I think they could make it still make it work. Um, I think the Yankees on paper, they, I mean, I I think the Blue Jays are going to be very tough, and you can never, you can never, you can never, in my opinion, you can never predict how a season is going to go, um, because nobody knows. Nobody knows who's going to stay healthy, and and there's always surprises on how players perform. I think that the Blue Jays are going to be a very good team. I think that Tampa Bay could be a very good team. I even think that even though the Red Sox are not predicted to do well, and obviously they they didn't make very good good moves at all, 
And, like, obviously losing Xander Bogarts um, was a huge loss for them. I still would not count them out. But I do think that they're not, like, they're obviously not the team that, that I mean, I think they, they've got still got some very good young pitchers as far as Brian Bayo, um, the righty. Um, so I, I, you, you can't count anybody out. But I think the the main three teams are probably going to be the uh, Blue Jays, Rays, and Yankees. Um, and, I mean, you never know. You just never know in the 162-game season. Um, it's it's, it's going to be very interesting to see how this team, um, how far this team goes and just what happens exactly. And, and it'll be interesting to see, like, as far as Anthony Volpe and how his uh, progress is at AAA – Maybe even who knows? Maybe even he he makes the team out of spring, and if they do, like how does that affect the rest of the the starting lineup, and uh, how does it affect left field? Do they move some guys um, to try to get a better left fielder, get a uh, another starting pitcher, maybe? Uh, so that there's still I think there's I think the Yankees have a on paper I think they're, they're they look pretty good I think. Um, I think they look very good, actually, especially because pitching, in my opinion, is the most important thing for any team. And I, the Yankees definitely upgraded with Carlos Rodon. Um, the bullpen, I think, to me, could be a little bit of an issue. But as if uh, Michael King can stay healthy this year, all year, and Ron Marinaccio, I think that could really will really help the Yankees. Of course, I do believe that another part of it is going to be Clay Holmes. Actually, Jonathan Lewisica too. He's another one that sometimes tends to get hurt. They need, but they they need him to stay healthy as well. If those three guys can stay healthy. King, Lewisica, and uh, King Lewisica, and Marinaccio. If those three guys can stay healthy, I think that 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 would really help Clay Holmes as well. Because Clay Holmes, I mean, he's really only had one year as the, as a closer. Um, of course, he handled it very very well in the first half of the year. So. I mean, it's good. It's going to be interesting. I, I, I really think he's capable of being a very good closer. I mean, I don't think anybody will ever be as good as Mariano Rivera. There's only one Mariano Rivera. But um, anyways, that's just my take on this year's uh, Yankees team. Of course, it's still very early. It's only it's not even February yet. So, but I just thought that that might be an be an interesting topic just to talk about the current Yankee roster and and how they're shaping up. So thank you all for listening this week to another episode of the Historic Pinstripes podcast. And I just wanted to mention that the Historic Pinstripes is a proud member of the 4041 Media family with other podcasts such as Psych Your Crime, Free Your Greek, and um, another podcast, Movie Theater Time Machine. You can feel free to go to www.4041media.com for more information. And again, thank you all for listening, everybody. And as always... Go Yankees!